gestures in love are incomparably more attractive, effective, and valuable than words. François Rabelois Hi everybody and thank you for joining us and listening in once again to How to Speak Clarity, Confidence and Charisma. I'm your host, Connie Lee Bennett. And in today's recording, we're going to be talking about how to master your body language, specifically how to master your nervous mannerisms. So stay tuned if you want to find out more about how you can communicate through using mannerisms that impress your audience, make an impact and enhance what you're saying. See you in a bit. Okay, so in today's podcast, I would like to talk to you about three things. Number one, what are nervous mannerisms? What are mannerisms that you exhibit when you are in front of one person or 1,000 people? What are these mannerisms that display you are nervous? Two, what are the types of gestures that you can use instead of your nervous mannerisms that are going to make that impact, that are going to impress people, and that are going to enhance your message. And then we're going to look at how you can get over your nervousness. What are two tips that you can do that will really help you to get over your nerves? So that's what is up today in this podcast. What are nervous mannerisms? Have you ever watched somebody speak and you are very distracted by their body movements? They are saying something, but there is a disconnect between what they're saying and what their nonverbal body communication is demonstrating. These are two very important questions to ask. Because our gestures, when we're talking, are either going to enhance or they're going to distract people. Our gestures are very important because when you're up on stage, what you're doing with your hands and what you're doing with your body can be very, very powerful and people do get distracted by this. So the first thing that we want to do is we want to identify What are your nervous mannerisms? So, for example, give me some examples. If you were to think about it, grab your paper, grab your pen, pause the podcast and write down what are those mannerisms that you use when you're nervous. You can watch another, watch a recording of a talk that you've done. You could potentially ask some friends to observe you. And this is what my invitation to you is going to be at the end of the podcast. But really think about what is it that you do when you're nervous. Now, it could also be in front of one person. So when you're having a conversation with someone and you're feeling a little bit dis-ease, you're in dis-ease, you're not in flow, you're not feeling comfortable, what do you do? Now, a lot of people, a lot of common ones are shifting of weight. 
especially girls, especially women, we shift from one leg to the other because this is natural for us sometimes uh, when we're, you know, because women do naturally sway a little bit more than men. So one of the ways that we sometimes unconsciously demonstrate we're nervous is through shifting our weight. Another one I do a lot is wringing my hands. So you put your hands together and you're sort of fidgeting with your hands. Often in one-to-one conversation, I do this. I sort of wiggle with my fingers. This becomes sort of a, a, a habit, an habitude, they would say in French. And you see people do this a lot. Their hands are together when they're on stage and they're rubbing them together. So this is a, a very common one. Sometimes tugging on your clothes. So straightening your clothes or adjusting your clothes. These are mannerisms that can be very distracting. So what are those mannerisms? Now, remember that nerves are natural. Everyone has fear of a certain level to a certain degree of being on stage. People who don't demonstrate these nervous mannerisms are most likely those people who have practiced and are intentional about the gestures that they are using. They have chosen gestures to coordinate with their message. So their gestures are enhancing their message. And this is very important because the second thing we're going to talk about in a moment is choosing specific gestures that convey a message that is important to you. So the first thing is, number one, what are your nervous gestures that you use that are currently distracting people? Ask your friends, re-watch some of your videos that you've done, identify what they are. And here's a great thing is we're continuously growing and we're continuously learning. So I'd like to mention here, it's not about being perfect because I've mentioned in a few podcasts now already that we need to identify, we need to be aware, we need to call to an imperfection. So if you're on stage, it's great for me because I'm a professional speaking consultant. So if I notice that I'm doing a gesture that demonstrates I'm nervous, I can call to that and tell the audience this is what I'm doing so that they are consciously aware of it and they're not being unconscious they're not unconsciously being distracted by what I'm saying. Are you with me? So what are some of your behaviors or mannerisms that are distracting? So now that you know what the gestures are that are distracting, now what we want to do is we want to look at what are the types of gestures that you could use that would enhance and convey and make an impact. Now, there are four different types of gestures according to Toastmasters. Fantastic. Toastmasters is is amazing. I highly recommend you join Toastmasters if you want to. They talk about four different types of gestures. I'm going to talk about those now. Now, the first gesture is the descriptive. You are describing something through your gestures. For example, the size or the shape, or the location. So when I'm talking about the past, for example, I'm pointing with an open hand to stage left. 
uh, st sorry, stage right. When I'm talking about the future, I'm pointing to stage left. So you're you're pointing to a location or outside. If you're trying to to point somewhere, you're you're pointing to the location. If you're talking about a, a size, you're gesturing very small. You know, you're bringing your hands together or if it's quite big, if you're if there's a specific shape, then you can draw the shape out with your hands. Try and never bring your hands together. Try as much as possible to keep your hands down or always have them slightly open, sort of opening your body to the audience. Try and never bring them together. Second type of gesture is emphatic, conveying an emotion. So if you're really angry, for example, your face can demonstrate that, or you have a clenched fist, or if you're really happy there, you know, you could demonstrate with your arms going open, you know, I'm waving my arms at the moment, as you maybe can hear in my voice. So your gestures are demonstrating an emotion. The third type of gesture is suggestive, suggestive. So, you know, if you're trying to uh, demonstrate something like shrugging your shoulders, you're like, well, I don't know. You could say to the audience, I don't know. Do you know? So you're shrugging your shoulders. You're lifting your shoulders. You're suggesting something to the audience. The last, the fourth, is prompting. I use this a lot when I'm speaking. Raise your hand. This is very NLP as well. All of these are neuro-linguistic um, programming. So raise your hand. Who of you listening to this podcast? Raise your hand if you're listening. Raise your hand who of you are from France. Who of you live in the States? Who of you listening to this podcast now are from Australia? So I have people listening, for, ironically, from Asia as well. So I've got a lot of people listening. So if you're in front of an audience, you would do the same thing. So raise your hand. Turn to the person next to you, give them a hug. So you turn around and you give the, you, you pretend to give someone a hug. Or I like to go into my audience. So maybe you can demonstrate. You go into the audience and you demonstrate what you want them to do. So those are the different types of gestures that you can use. Now, how does one get over your nerves well you can become less nervous the more you speak so the first tip that's very important is practice 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 observe 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 so part of what I always talk to people about is there's no perfect way of speaking. What's very important is that you are authentically you on stage, on the center stage of any area of your life. So for one person, a particular gesture comes to them very naturally. But for you, that gesture doesn't come very naturally. So the invitation to you now is to begin to start becoming consciously aware of what gestures you are using in your everyday life when you're nervous and notice what gestures you're using when you are feeling comfortable 
and integrate those into your talk. So if you're forcing yourself, now in the beginning, you may feel like you're forcing, but you're not really forcing, you're practicing, you're playing. I like to talk about how let's play around with our body language. So in the beginning, you're playing and it might not come across naturally, but the intention is not to be inauthentic, it's to find the gestures that are authentically you, that come naturally to you. So that's very important. Number one, practice, try different types of gestures. You, It might be too much to try all four different types of gestures in one talk, especially if you are only talking for two minutes. Maybe if it's a little bit longer, you can implement all of them, but play. So first thing, practice and play. The second thing, or the second tip, I love this one, is you need to ground yourself. I recommend that you find your power position. What I mean by that is, how are you standing? Stand with your two feet grounded on the stage in front of somebody. If you're sitting, if you're doing a panel talk, the same thing. How are you grounding yourself as you're sitting? You're feeling the weight of you sitting on that chair or standing on that stage. Ground yourself, take a moment to breathe out and connect with the audience. Because if you're someone who is nervously walking across the stage, that could be also another gesture or movement that you do, people walk around a lot. People also, another nervous gesture is they look down so this could be a way for you to connect with the audience and to ground yourself again to what the intention is. Because remember, your intention is, yes, to inform, but a lot of the people that I work with, their intention is to inspire and to make an impact. So practice and ground yourself. Those are the two tips that I would like to leave you with today. Today, what did we do? Well, we had a look at three things. We looked at what are nervous gestures. We looked at the types of gestures you could start playing with and implementing into your speech. And then also looking at some tips that will minimize the nervousness that you feel when you are on stage. So what is my invitation to you? Between now and the next time that we meet on a recording, what I'd like you to do is to have some fun. I'd like you to play. I'd like you to begin to identify what are your nervous gestures and then look at playing by implementing some new types of gestures and look at what grounds you. So have some fun observing people. Ask people to observe you and observe other people. What are the gestures that they use? Are they bringing their hands together a lot? A lot of people naturally want to bring their hands together, but how could you naturally Use your hands so you're not moving them around a lot, but you're using gestures that are making an impact. So have some fun around that. Play around with that. And as always, thank you so much for listening. And I hope to see you if you choose in the next episode for more insights on how you can fully express all of who you are. I look forward to seeing you then. Cheers, guys. Bye.
If you want to speak with more clarity, confidence, and charisma, then jump over to www.conneliebennett.com forward slash podcast and make sure you schedule a call with me so we can find out what is keeping you in the corner of the room and show you how to move and stand on the center stage of your life. That's conneliebennett.com forward slash podcast. As always, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode for more insights on how you can fully express all of who you are. I look forward to seeing you then. Bye.